goes up must come down. This week, stock markets in the U.S. and around the world drop suddenly on fears of rising inflation. The value of Bitcoin also dropped precipitously as China banned its use by banks. But guess what went up? Individual investors buying stocks. In this edition of Commerce Code, the new digital age of individual stock ownership. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco. This is Commerce Code, brought to you by DCA, the Digital Commerce Alliance. It's great to be with you. This week, as the stock markets dropped and Bitcoin busted, Fidelity Investments, one of the largest institutional money managers, announced a new type of stock trading account for teenagers and other miners. The new accounts allow people under the age of 18 to trade stocks, mutual funds, and ETFs. And get this, the new account does not require the miner's parents to approve the individual stocks that the teenager or child can buy. This is the latest startling development in what many call the digital democratization of stock trading. More and more individual investors are looking to create wealth by investing in the stock market. And what is powering this trend are new digital tools and apps. Many mom and pop investors use Reddit to get stock tips. Others use a firm and Robinhood to buy stocks right from their mobile phone. It's becoming such a huge new potential market that now the big guys like Fidelity are looking to move in. But the truth is, most of the platforms are powered by a new breed of fintechs who believe that the average consumer should also have the opportunity to build wealth by investing in stocks. Call these new companies the antidote to wealth inequality. Today on the show, we speak with one of the fintechs driving this new age of stock investing. The company is called Bumped, and they allow consumers to earn fractional shares in the companies where they shop. We discuss the new innovations in stock investing and how owning stock is a key driver for consumer loyalty. David Nelson is the CEO and founder of the company. Good morning, David. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Great to be here. Great to have you back on the show today. Quick question for you. Where are you today? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Lots going on throughout the world in California and Oregon, but also a lot going on in stock trading in your industry. Give me a sense. What are the biggest new developments in 2021 for fintech apps and stock investing from your perspective? I think you're seeing a lot of new apps and creative and cool ideas come out in the investing space, which I love to see. It's really trending towards more and more people understanding and engaging in the category, whether it's owning Bitcoin or owning shares of stock in companies, you're just seeing a lot of new creative ideas and new apps hit the market. Ah, Bitcoin. No fintech podcast would be complete without a mention of Bitcoin. (laughs) Uh, It's going up. It's going down. Uh, This week, it's been actually down quite a bit as Tesla seems to be getting out of that market. But the other big news from this week is Fidelity announced something 
new with its stock trading account, has nothing to do with Bitcoin, but it has everything to do with underage minors being given the first opportunity at Fidelity to actually start trading without parental approval. They can go in and open an account. Yes, their parents will be notified, but they don't actually have to ask their parents to buy and sell stock. What do you think about this in terms of greater inclusion of you know younger generations in stock ownership? Hey, I believe everybody deserves to be an owner and have that sense of pride of walking into a store and feeling like they have a piece. So I think it's empowering and it really is all about education. Starting that education earlier, as we all know, is better due to due to compounding effects. And so people kind of getting a sense for how the market works, watching it regularly, just that internal gut feel of The fact that it can go up and down and going through all those emotions earlier on in life really sets the stage for better things, from my opinion. At the end of the day, I think we ourselves just continue to operate from a foundation of working towards a younger audience to educate them. This really is all about education. And I have a saying that I'd love the world to understand the stock market like they understand ride sharing. So younger and more education, all things that I support. Now, education is really important for stock investing and in general within the fintech space, which is rapidly evolving and deals with something very important, which is money. You guys spend a lot of time understanding consumer behavior around money and buying and spending. And recently, the Columbia School of Business announced results of a study really highlighting the effects of stock ownership on individual spending and loyalty. What was the result? What what did they find? Can you tell us a little bit more about what you found? Because, of course, Bumped helped them execute that study. Yeah, actually, they came to us and approached as they learned about what we were doing and wanted access to that data. So it was very much an independent study. And brands, when people become loyal to brand and become a shareholder in a brand, they end up spending 40% more across all verticals. The gas category was really interesting. One of the highest performers, it resulted in the consumer spending 73% more monthly with their gas brand. Uh, in the pizza category, we saw for Domino's the equivalent of 24 more pizzas a year being purchased. For Kroger, really phenomenal. We saw one additional visit, which amounted to another $75 more of monthly spend. And then Lowe's is a really good example here where they actually took 24% market share away from Home Depot by creating that relationship of owners. So as I look across these, these findings, it's just phenomenal to see the impact. That is some pretty phenomenal data. The one that really sticks out to me in my mind is the the 24 extra pizzas. That's, uh, you know, I love pizza, but that's basically a pizza every other week during the year. That's pretty phenomenal and demonstrates the power of actually linking stock ownerships to spending. Now, a lot of the listeners to this show are retailers from around the world and they're listening and they're asking themselves, is this for me? Is this something that I should try for my company? Based on your experience, what are the merchants in terms of merchant categories that work the best with this type of stock reward to the consumer? 
honestly, every category performed really, really well. But to your point, there are some brands that really perform phenomenally. The Red Robin example I gave and the restaurant category, we all eat 90 times a month and you might only visit a particular restaurant one time every other month. So our ability to literally double, triple the spend by creating a shareholder in a particular restaurant far exceeds some of those other categories where we might only be able to cause a 50% to 100% more change with a restaurant. I think you can see some pretty phenomenal relationships. I also have heard a lot of people talk about once their kids understand that they're a shareholder in the restaurant, the kids are constantly reminding the parents that it's time to go to a Red Robin or a Chili's or what have you. So I think that's a category in particular that does very well. And then, like I said, our, our best performer was the transportation category. You know, the gas categories, the lifts and Ubers, like those categories just performed phenomenally well. And it's just because there is a bit of lack of loyalty in those categories. Can you tell me a little bit more about how the Bump platform works in terms of tying stock ownership to loyalty and rewards in terms of spending? I think when people look at Bump, they actually see our consumer app out there. But what is interesting is we are very focused on enterprise. I want to create a generation of owners in the market. And I know that's not just done through our own app. So we're very much focused on empowering banks to create new credit and debit card products at Reward and Stock, as well as empowering the brands to go do this for themselves and reward their consumer with white label and turnkey products that are branded for them to be able to go create shareholders out of their consumer. So to your point, we're very much focused kind of on the enterprise side of the business and empowering that. Now, enterprises have really had to change over the last 12 months. I think it's not an overstatement to say everything has changed in terms of how you sell, how you acquire customers, how you retain customers. How do you think the pandemic has changed loyalty offers and stock rewards? The pandemic obviously caused people to start spending a lot more online. Even as I've had a couple of conversations with retailers, we've seen that contactless payments, in other words, less cash, more use of card, and the digitization of payment is really, really becoming much more common. We might have fast forwarded ourselves, you know, four or five years with everything that's happened with the pandemic as people just don't like handling cash. It would be really interesting to see post pandemic how some of those trends end up playing out. But for us, obviously, Obviously, it resulted in a lot more people kind of using our Shop Now portal and shopping online with brands, probably more so than we would have seen pre-pandemic. David, last time you were on the podcast, the Bumped app had just launched to general availability. How has Bumped changed or grown since that launch? It's interesting because coming out of this industry, I think we all know that the data actually dictates what brands do. So as we've just released all of these findings from the paper that Columbia Business School announced, it really gave us the support to go have these conversations with brands. So probably the biggest thing that you're seeing in the app right now is our ability to go and show the brands how impactful this is to the relationships with the consumer which means we get more and more brands being added to the app every week. And so that's probably the biggest thing that you're going to see is just that broad participation across a lot of new categories, which ultimately will drive more interest from consumers as you know the rewards get a little bit bigger and the brands participating get stronger. So I look to make that continue as we progress through 2021. Well, David, thank you so much for sharing those amazing insights. This is a really dynamic new category in the fintech space. 
And, you know, for me personally, it combines two of the things I like to do most, which are eating out and stock investing. So I'm going to be looking forward to sharing the news about your amazing new platform with others going forward. Thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Look forward to next time. That's David Nelson, the CEO and founder of Bumped, speaking to us from Portland, Oregon. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on the stock market and fintech. Wealth inequality could very well be one of the defining social issues of our time. The pandemic has exacerbated what was already a really big problem, and that is the widening gap between the haves and the have-nots. Over the past year, if you own stock, your portfolio did very well, probably up 30% or so. So basically, those who were sophisticated enough to be investors actually fared better during the pandemic than before the pandemic. But if you were not a stockholder and say you worked in the restaurant sector, the physical retail sector or travel, well, you really had a very bad year. As we learned on the show today, technology companies are looking to change that dynamic and level the playing field to address wealth inequality in new and innovative ways, ways that are beneficial both for consumers and for the brands where they shop. It's a great example of using technology to create a win-win out of a situation that before was just a win-lose. If you want to learn more about the latest trends in fintech and stock investing, check out our website at www.digcomall.org. That's www.digcomall.org. For the Digital Commerce Alliance, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares, signing off.